welcome to the Anomaly Presents podcast, a podcast about movies, the genre movies that started a genre film festival. That's the Anomaly Film Festival in Rochester, New York. My name is Matt Knotts, and uh, we've got a special show for you today. It does sound a little different than some of our other shows, only because it's our first one that we've ever had an audience for. We did record this live at the Arondequoit Public Library, Rochester, New York, Arondequoit, New York, to be very, very specific. Uh, just wanted to say thank you to Greg, John, Sarah, and all of our friends at the Arondequoit Public Library for inviting us to come and record. We wanted to do the library justice by talking about the movie with maybe the greatest library scene of all time, Ghostbusters. Uh, so that is what we are talking about today. Uh, the Arondequoit Public Library, you'll hear me mention it a couple times in the show here. Uh, they are starting a podcast uh, initiative through their Makers Lab. So there are recorders that you can take out, a, a Zoom H1N recorder or a Snowball microphone that you can also use, uh, take out of the library, bring it home, and uh, learn how to podcast. Uh, it's really a, a great thing available to the community now, and, and our good friends at the Irondequoit Public Library are doing it. Um, without any further ado, we're going to jump in. Uh, we did miss about the first... 90 seconds of the episode there was a little bit of crackly audio and stuff a little difficult to listen to so i did cut that out but you'll come in right where we introduce ourselves uh thank you for listening this is the ghostbusters episode our very first live episode of the anomaly presents podcast by the way i realized i didn't introduce anybody because i've been doing podcasting for four years but you know it's the the joy of the moment i got very excited about it so we'll we'll start from I don't know, my, my right to left. Uh, we'll go to the end, and Christian Pope Pacheco is with us. Hey, everybody. Dan Howell <laughs> is with us. Uh, I was so excited about this. Last night, I slept four feet above the covers. Wow. <laughs> Adam Lubito is with us. Hello. Vanessa Cheeks is with us. I was going to say something uh, inappropriate, but I'm realizing we have an audience. So hi. Yes. <laughs> we are at the library. At the library. We're, Hello. We're library. <laughs> we're probably too loud for the library, but it's okay. It's okay. Shh. I have a sense of decorum. I, I, that's why I didn't. It, okay. It's fine. It's fine. So again, good podcasting professionals. Uh, <laughs> so we'll jump into the movie and the uh, the intro which, the library. That's why we're here, right? I realized they never went back. No, they didn't go back <laughs> at all. No. No. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They showed up and they went, yeah, that sure is a ghost. Bye. <laughs> we'll be back. And then they never went back. No. No. <laughs> Not even in the sequel. There have been four Ghostbusters movies. That ghost is still tormenting them at that library. I like to think of it, you know, I assume that that librarian took it upon herself and she trained and became a Ghostbuster on her own. Like, she's like the competing business. Oh. And that's the origin story for her. Yeah. Alice the so librarian she, yes. in it to win it. And she took care of that ghost. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Is that the that's where this Larry Storch Ghostbusters came from? It's her, Larry Storch and a gorilla. Yes. Awesome. That's a very weird reference. We'll talk about that. Like so to get down the, the rabbit hole with that, Ghostbusters was not Columbia's or Dan Aykroyd's to use. There was a weird 60s television show. I don't know if anybody's ever seen it, um, where it was Larry Storch from F Troop and a Gorilla in a jalopy fighting ghosts. Um, but they did trademark that. That was the problem. Yeah, it only ran for like, I don't know, 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> but they still owned the, the rights to that title. 
So they made this whole movie not realizing that they didn't have the rights to Ghostbusters. <laughs> so somewhere, and I'd love to see the pictures, somewhere they've got on the front where they have Ghostbusters on the firehouse, there's Ghost Breakers, Ghost Bust, Ghost Jumpers, Ghost all these different weird things because they didn't know if they were going to be able to use the word Ghostbusters. I had read that they, at some point during filming, they realized that because, yeah, they, they were coming up with other alternate titles, but they did the scene with the crowd chanting Ghostbusters and they had them chant Ghostbusters. And then after that, like, well, you better get the rights because we, we filmed this already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, wasn't it somebody that they were working with ended up like moving to, was it Columbia owned it? Yeah. And they're like, cool, just pay me $50,000 and then it's all yours. <laughs> and the rest so. is history. Yeah, had- they had an inside guy and yeah. $50,000 in all those t-shirts now. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you for visiting the Aradequite Public Library. Remember, face coverings are required inside the regardless of your vaccination. That's right. Please remember to wear your mask over both your nose and mouth at all times while inside the building so we can work together to keep each other safe. If you don't have one, that's available at every service desk. Thank you for your cooperation and have a great day. Thank you, you, Library Ghost. So you're going to pause, clap, and edit that out? I really thought there was another person like doing I, the podcast somewhere else. Like, I was like, who else got a microphone? It's a, it's a network of library ghosts. It's a network of library ghosts. They didn't like that we're talking about Ghostbusters, and now it's over. That's like, true. If I had known, that librarian did not take that ghost down. No, she's here. He just moved to around the corner. Rotates branches. Haunts <laughs> one for a while. Moves on. Uh, <laughs> boy, that train is derailed. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so. The, the library ghost, as evidenced by our, our friend that just dropped in there. Um, yeah, yeah the, the the interesting thing about that, I, I'll talk about special effects now because we like those. Yes. So there was no special effects studio that was going to take this on, uh, so they had to create one. Uh, so they found a guy that was working on that worked on Raiders of the Lost Ark and Poltergeist and Star Wars. His name's Richard Edlund. Um, so they funded a studio for him to start so he could make Ghostbusters. And that, the name of that studio is the Boss Film Studios. Uh, so if you've ever seen Fright Night, Big Trouble in Little China, Monster Squad, Die Hard, Alien 3, Batman Returns, Waterworld, Starship Troopers, <laughs> or it, an episode of Tales from the Crypt, because he did the intro for that, uh, those are all the movies that that effects studio we're involved in, not all of them, but a fair percentage uh, that that studio was involved in all because they made Ghostbusters. So it's it's wild that, that Ghostbusters kind of exploded out, not just with, you know, guys from TV being in movies, but like the biggest movies of the 80s and 90s were, were the guy that did the effects for Ghostbusters. And I like that because they had to partner with it, like MGM and Columbia. They both partnered together to create that studio because they were like, we both need special effects in our movies coming up. So let's work together. And how often does that happen? Like two studios, like working towards one goal and helping each other. I feel like that would never happen now. Now, never, unless they buy them. Well, yeah. that too, but I know like the entire negotiation time, that's the time that they spent getting the studio ready to work on Ghostbusters. Yeah, they had what, like ten months to do all the effect shots for this whole thing. Yeah. 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 Well, it, and they like it wasn't done when they that, released it. That's what like, I saw too. The yeah. first screening, they were like, "Well, 
the special effects aren't quite done yet. So and it was still a hit. If you come back next week, <laughs> yeah, we'll have a more finished version. But yeah, we gotta open. Stay puffed. He he's just a stick figure right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just a marshmallow. On use a your screen. imagination. <laughs> like, yes, it has a little cap Googly on eyes. it. Use your use your imagination. Audience. It's a marshmallow, but a sailor and huge. And, just, <laughs> and that's no, that's it's gonna be going great. For. It's gonna be. It, it'll be cool. I promise. I promise. <laughs> Did you guys see, they made like six or seven of those suits? Because it was a guy in a suit. It oh, was no, like, I looked it up. Yeah. They had to make uh, 18 foam suits Yeah. Uh, and 17 were burned. Yeah. And each yeah. suit was about $30,000. What? <laughs> yes. So. And not like burned in a fun way, like, oh, we're done. Let's burn this and have a little like <laughs> giant s'more. It yeah. was, you know, they just caught fire. Yeah. Because they were trying yeah. to do stuff. And I may Wait. be mistaken, but I believe the foam was toxic. I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure the so, material like, was toxic. They had to have a ventilation system for the gentleman that wore the suit. So. Most certainly. Shocked if it wasn't toxic. Did they catch fire with people inside? Uh, those details are left unsaid. Mm, okay. So we can only assume yes. <laughs> we can only assume. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So those ghosts are actually in this movie at the end. With that, uh... Here we are. We jump to the end again, like we like we do. Yeah. Back to the library scene, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> anyway, so the beginning of the movie. So, we always book these for two hours because we never know where we're going to go. No. no? Well. So, yeah, back to the library scene. Uh, well, no, it, it was... <laughs> I just thought of all the cards, just you know, the Dewey Decimal System card, like just the cards just being shot everywhere, and like oh, so kid good. me was just like, no, <laughs> so yeah. scary. Which I love that the best effects in this are like those simple things, yeah. Like you wouldn't think, at least for yeah. me. I, I guess, think just to me, the practical effects always are what like makes this movie like hold up today, right? I oh, mean, yeah. it's not just the writing, the comedy, and the acting, but like the practical effects of everything, and they did really great work. I mean, even the eggs like popping out. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is really impressive. And I get, and I didn't know. I mean, I've seen the movie like a thousand times, but I did. I I didn't know that Ivan Reitman, who directed it, had a background in theater, which is why they had so many amazing practical effects. Because he was like, oh, I got a buddy that did this in this play. And I know a I guy. I know someone that does this, and we can rig all this stuff. And I was like, that's fantastic. Like that's so cool. I love the I know a guy way of doing things. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me phone a friend. <laughs> well, that's how they got Rick Moranis, too, isn't it? Yeah, John so. Goodman um, was, I think, originally going to be in there, but like the ge- the direction with which he wanted to take it, they were like, no. Nah. I think John Candy. Oh, yeah, it was, John Candy, sorry. Yeah. sorry. Because he wanted to do it with a German accent and always have German two giant shepherds. German shepherds with him. Yeah. yeah. They were like, there's enough dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we're good on dogs. But the original idea, and I'm so bummed it didn't happen, is John Candy, they wanted him to do the Johnny LaRue character from SCTV. Does anybody know Johnny LaRue from SCTV? Oh, I didn't know that. So Johnny LaRue, uh, does anybody know SCTV? So it was a show that that uh, ran in Toronto. It was kind of the Canadian offshoot of Saturday Night Live. Um, But it was John Candy and Harold Ramis and Rick Moranis and and all those guys. And Johnny LaRue was, he thought he was the world's biggest movie star, but he was actually just on a local access TV channel. Um, So he was... Yeah, so he was always bigger than life and trying to get way too much money for like crane shots and stuff, and he'd always have two women on his arms. And that's who they wanted Lewis Tully to be, is this kind of like ladies' man, you know, bigger than life but not really character. Uh, and they ended up with Lewis Tully. The uh, <laughs> Rick Moranis was like, yeah, I want to kind of play it like a nerd. 
Um, and that's how we got Louis Tully. So close. Thank yeah, goodness close. for that, though, because I don't know, he's very memorable. I like, and I think it's just a really lived in character. Yeah. Well, I think he's a good foil to like Bill Murray's uh, character. Uh, you know, where if it, I think they would have been too similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. With that yep. kind of. He makes Bill Murray look cool. Yeah. <laughs> and not. Not like a dope. Yeah. Slightly problematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Very problematic. You abusing his power as a doctor over the girl in the beginning. <laughs> yes. Like the beginning. I mean, and then straight through. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, like that. The younger woman had was oh. about to get bamboozled. But yeah. like, like you know, Dana no. was immediately wise to his nonsense. So he met his match there. That's true. She was too good for him. I mean, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, somebody had to say it. Somebody had to say it. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except Bill Murray. <laughs> so, yeah, let's go back to that, I guess. Let's go back to the, uh, the, introducing, the, the introduction of Peter Venkman in his, uh, in his office doing his, uh, what was it, the clairvoyance test? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's where we get a, a good idea of who you're going to be dealing with for the rest of the movie. Uh, Peter Venkman, who was just tormenting a nerd and trying to get a date with a, a, a girl. And that, that pretty much sums up his entire arc for Ghostbusters, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny you say arc, because watching this, I'm like, none of these characters have arcs. No. Like, nobody learns no. anything, nobody changes. No. They are the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. on one hand, I respect, but it was, yeah, it's something that stood out to me, yeah, rewatching it now. I'm like, yeah, this is just, yeah, nobody learns. A darn thing throughout the entire thing. No, we lost our jobs, and then we made our own jobs, and then we got thrown in jail, then we got out of jail, and then we saved the day. So they all believe no harm, no foul. Yeah, they all (laughs) believe they were perfect as they were. (laughs) And who could deny that? (laughs) Whereas I was going to say, whereas we all know that the only perfect one in this movie is Dana Perry. Is Dana? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because who else? can have an established career as a cellist and then go on to become an art restoration professional. <laughs> Four years later. She's a she multi-talented. She does it all, though. She's <laughs> that good. <laughs> she also killed aliens, but that's, you know, on a different I, That's, that, yeah. <laughs> an icon walks An icon. <laughs> you know, she frozen and then they sent her up. <laughs> And yeah, that's a testament to Sigourney Weaver there. We're like, if that, I believe it. She can do anything. <laughs> right? Like, they didn't the, want her. And I, they were like, of course this is what you Third one, she'd have a new art career. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want her originally. They thought she was too serious. Yeah, I, I saw that. And, yeah, she went in there and barked like a dog. <laughs> Gardner! Yeah, I read that too. That, yeah. Yeah, she just yeah, reenacted a terror dog yeah. as the terror dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Ivan Reitman told her never to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll hear it again. <laughs> but then it is kind of in the film. Kind of a little she bit. She transforms into the dog. That's There's true. a little bit of... A little bit. Like, it's not like, oh, now she's a dog. It's like, oh, you're fully committed to becoming <laughs> a terror dog on the top of this building. <laughs> and this is why Sigourney Weaver is at the top of her game in this movie. Yeah. Top of her game in every movie. It's <laughs> a fair point. Quite frankly. It's a fair point. <laughs> So, really, this is turning into just we we love Sigourney Weaver podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is fine. This is the Sigourney Weaver episode. That wasn't clear. This is, this is a, a trademark of the Anomaly Presents podcast. It usually just generates into wow, isn't that one dreamy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look at her eyes. I mean that makeup. <laughs> 
as evidenced by the Brendan Fraser episode and the Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, episode. Yep. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> One day we'll do the Robert Zadar episode and my day will come, but no. What? Listen, you're in charge of this podcast. You can do anything you want. <laughs> Don't let them behind the curtain. <laughs> They're not supposed to know these things. They're already here. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, yeah, so as we're going through the cast, I guess, Harold Ramis as Egon Spengler. Uh, Harold Ramis is great. Not Probably not as easy on the eye as Sigourney Weaver, not as much as a powerhouse. But Harold Ramis is awesome. Only because I identify as Egon. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> Relatable. Interesting. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, no, no, I can see that. It's just I, that hadn't, isn't something that would have occurred to me, but huh. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of insight. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I'm in Egon with a, a rising Bankman. <laughs> <laughs> He's been spending a lot of time with Aaron, huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you sign up for one of their courses? <laughs> yeah, they'll be very happy to hear that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, a, it's an astrology reference for everybody. Um, yes, Egon is great. I yeah. love him, so... Me too. The, the Twinkie this is my favorite part of the movie. Such an undes- undeserved, stupid thing. It's all just techno babble. And just how flat he is, like anytime Janine's trying to come on to him. Yes. <laughs> like his delivery is so consistent where it's just completely scientific. There's like not, not, not a modicum of emotion within him. Even when he's like, hey, I have an idea that would probably kill all of us. <laughs> But we're just going to do it. Or you like, don't like, cross the street. Don't look at the light. I looked in the light, right? <laughs> Immediately without missing a beat. It's amazing. Which, uh, speaking of characters, I, one of the interesting things I read was that um, Dan Eckert said in an interview for the 30th anniversary of the movie, he talked about the, the three main characters, um, talking about uh, Venkman, Stance, and Egon. Or, yeah, Egon. Yeah. You put them together. Um, and they are the Scarecrow, the Lion, and the Tin Man. Um, and it's like, yeah. that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. It's amazing but, the insight you get. I'm like, yeah, that is huh. fascinating. 30 years after. Mm-hmm. He just hides all these things for us. <laughs> that's pretty good. But yeah, yeah it's just reminding me, yeah. talking about the lack of emotion, yeah, that's because he's a Tin Man. Yeah. <laughs> that is logical. I'm going to throw something out here. Um, Dan Aykroyd is our generation's Jerry Lewis. Stop and ponder. <laughs> I think he's an, an underrated auteur that made a lot of great stuff. Some stuff that's not super great. Has some really bizarre ideas. So I agree with that, and I think Ghostbusters worked in a way where nothing but trouble doesn't work for me. Is because like other people were able to influence and bring in his passion and kind of like straighten it up. And make it something much more <laughs> yeah. consumable. Or, like, nothing but trouble is just, they just said, okay, we're going to give you all this money and you go do whatever you want. And he went and he did whatever he wanted. And we got nothing but trouble. As opposed to Ghostbusters where they said, <laughs> we're not giving you enough money to go travel space with John Belushi. We're going to make it a little bit more realistic. And then he worked with people who helped focus that vision. Here's $50 million in Harold Ramis. Don't screw this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just basically how it works. <laughs> Has everybody here seen Nothing But Trouble? It's a great film. It is, uh, it is a trip. Um, it is 100% uncut Ackroyd, for, for better or for worse. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it, it, there is a past episode of the podcast if you want to hear our, our full unadulterated thoughts. I about, made them watch it. About nothing but trouble. Countless <laughs> at gunpoint. <laughs> Vanessa was under the assumption that it was a romantic comedy. <laughs> so I about that. False. So false. It is most assuredly not. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> As, as much as any movie with a roller coaster that feeds people into a meat grinder is a romantic comedy. The hot dog scene was romantic in a way. No. I guess in a certain way of looking at it. I guess it's how you view it. I don't sure. want to yuck anybody's yum. <laughs> sure. You're on Pet record Day stand. is coming up. If anyone's interested yeah. in it, I'll all interpretate romance a different way. It's a great date night feature. Nothing but trouble. Find that scene on Pornhub somewhere. Come, sure. come for the Demi Moore. Stay for the, <laughs> the Dan Aykroyd. Oh, Matt, take us away. <laughs> Get us out of Let's here. Move on from that. <laughs> there was a question earlier about how you corral yeah. co-hosts they, on an episode. They've left now. Um, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we'll never know the real answer. Is you you yeah. can't. No. That, yeah. That, this is why I left that open. <laughs> So the other casting I guess we can talk about here is the controversial one, the casting of Ernie Hudson as Winston Zedmore. Yeah. Or Ernie Hudson. It depends on who you talk to about this one. Because Ivan Reitman insists that they never talked to Eddie Murphy. There was no thought that Eddie Murphy was going to be in this movie. It was always going to be Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson says that it took about five auditions and interviews to get in this movie, and he had no idea if he was going to get it. And Aykroyd said, no, I 100% wrote this for Eddie Murphy. So I don't know what the story is, but yeah. I, I don't know if I could see Eddie Murphy in the movie, though. Although Eddie Murphy, if, if it had been, I guess the original role, uh, he was in it from... The start. Winston yeah. was, I guess, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, nobody denies that, yeah, when he, when Ernie Hudson signed on, the role was much bigger, he was in it from the beginning, he had like a backstory as being from the Air Force, and then when he showed up, he was handed a new script and said, yeah, you don't show up until like 68 pages into the movie, and you don't really get much to do. Yeah. And so, yeah, there was also, around the 30th anniversary, there's another interview with him, I think, on our team weekly, where he kind of talked about how he was still kind of bummed about that. So he was talking about yeah, his kind of love-hate relationship with this movie, mm-hmm. um, which is sad, because I, like, I do feel like this kind of do, does Ernie Hudson dirty, then you, like, you can tell like he, he doesn't really have much to do, and I can't even imagine you know, so, you know, showing up, assuming you have this big role, and you know, bringing you know, Air Force hero guy, one of the main you know, immediate four Ghostbusters, and then becoming the guy that's like, I just needed a job, I showed up, I'll do whatever you want. Right, and, and your entire thing is just reacting to the other three guys? Yeah. Well, that's a big Twinkie, yeah. is I think the biggest line that I can think of. If somebody asks you if it, you're a god, you say, <laughs> say yes. I mean, yeah, but yeah, like, those are the two. Yeah. But, <clears throat> right, yeah, that's the thing. And because we always talk about, like, oh, the main three. And it's like, oh, there's, there's, there's four Ghostbusters. Which I was shocked. Is to, oh, sorry, crazy. I don't mean to cut you off. But yeah. No, no, no. The, I, uh, 
my DVD copy is in storage, so I borrowed someone else's. Um, and like the recent like 4K version doesn't even have a, it's just the three of them on the cover. What? He's not even there. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what? They he's just gone. Yeah, they didn't put him back on the cover until the new box set came out three days ago. What? Yeah. Which is just yeah. I feel like that says that a can, lot. Yeah, right that there. continues yeah. to tell you exactly what you need to know about what they think about him. You know yeah. why it's Black History Month, so I'm gonna keep my mouth shut, but <laughs> That's wrong. That's all I'm going to say about it. 100% agree with that. It's completely wrong. So the Ghostbusters. They could have made him like an everyman if they right, weren't going right, to make him yeah. a spe- like an Air Force specialist. And I think like what they basically, one thing I read said that they cut him to give Bill Murray more time. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. Bill but, Murray like, has enough time. Exactly. Okay? Well, that's, he has Caddyshack. Okay. He has some <laughs> film. You know what? Go ahead. <laughs> this is we are overdue for a uh, van- patented Vanessa rant. The this is ludicrous. Don't hold back. The floor is yours. <laughs> I don't like the idea that this poor man showed up. I want. I want to be clear, okay, <laughs> for the folks at home in the audience. Uh, I show up to these things doing zero research. I leave that up. To them. <laughs> All right. And the chances that I've actually watched the film, like I've seen it years ago. So I just. <laughs> I tried, but you know, I'm not paying three dollars because I did no. Okay, I didn't watch it. (laughs) I have a copy, Vanessa. I don't have a Blu-ray player. (laughs) Anyway, whatever, whatever. Let's move on. We're digressing here. (laughs) We're off track. Go ahead. So sometimes I find things out that I don't like in the moment. (laughs) Just like here we are. And so all I'm gonna say. is the fact that this man, who is an amazing actor, did an amazing job in this film, showed up and they were like, oh, by the way, this isn't what you thought it was gonna be. Just so Bill, my hairline is receding, Murray could have more lines. Get the fuck out of here. He was born with that receding hairline. It's true. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him with more hair than No, yeah, it started back at his years, like forever. Probably at like 16. Yeah, yeah, poor Bill Murray's hair. <laughs> R.I.P. R- R- Bill Murray's hair. R.I.P. You know what? what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even talk about Annie Potts. No, we didn't get to Annie Potts. As as Janine, who is, uh, God, she's so okay. good. Amazing. Yeah, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Janine does so much with so little. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, talk about somebody who yeah doesn't have much to work with, but yeah, holds her own in every scene she's in. If not, steals the scene. She's yeah. Yeah, I we there, there was there was a point in time um, in the very early '80s when we uh, we had to stop my younger brother from answering the phone because he would just scream, <laughs> "Ghostbusters, what do you want?" <laughs> to anyone, he was like three. I say, why would you ever stop him? Like, like, that's no, yeah. phenomenal. That's <laughs> how I answer the phone. To clarify, <laughs> my siblings and I did not stop okay. him. Uh, my mom didn't even really try that much. She <laughs> thought it was funny. Uh, my dad wasn't a big fan. Um, but it was fine because then we transitioned into. Wait, did he do like the yeah. little accent? Ghostbusters. What oh, like, did yeah, he try it was like a full <laughs> four year old doing a Janine <laughs> Melnitz impression. I want a recording of that. My time somebody. to shine. The phone uh, is ringing. I, <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Give me the character. Be line for that phone. <laughs> Ugh. Just picture a toddler it. just running. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what you're picturing. And just screaming. Those fuckers, what do you want? 
That should have been your answering machine message. Yes. Message. I, can yeah. Can I, I mean, we didn't have so, one at the time, but it should have been when we got one. Can I have them record that for me now? Pro- probably. Awesome. <laughs> probably. I mean, he's building a bat costume, so probably. Yeah. And not yeah. like not like not like a bat, like Batman. Uh, but like an actual bat a full, or man bat. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Full crazy. I missed the clarification. Costume. Batman or a bat? bat a, a Batman. A Batman. Well, yes. there's Batman, a bat, yeah. and, and man, man bat. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be very clear. Wait, is this and, just for fun? Uh, yes. Awesome. Pandemic project. Awesome. He's, yeah. <laughs> Shocking. My siblings are very similar. Um, <laughs> Is he going to wear it outside, like around? Are we going to just see him? I would be shocked if we didn't. Yeah. I'm I mean, so he's had a Batman costume of some sort since yes. he was far too young to, okay. to be watching Batman. Anyway, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, yes, Janine crushed it Janine. every time. <laughs> My favorite goofy trivia about her is those glasses are prescription. Not her prescription. Oh. Yeah, they were like the costume designer. Yeah. yeah, she yeah. showed up at the last minute. She just plucked those off the costume designer's <laughs> face and stuck them on her face. Not her prescription. That's why she's always looking up like So she's always that doing that. So much more sense. <laughs> because if not, she was going to barf. Um, I just picture some poor costume designer clutched to a wall because they can't see. <laughs> yeah. Just... Please, my eyes. She in took be, my eyes. In between, in, yeah, in between scenes, just right. find me in the trailer. <laughs> costume designer went to the premiere and it's like, none of those costumes are right. I don't no. know. But I couldn't do anything about it. So. Yeah, Winston's jumpsuit was on backwards for 45 minutes. Of the <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> the zipper's in the back. <laughs> I can't reach it. I can't. Oh, don't you hate that when you're just oh, like, it's like that? <laughs> Welcome. Yes, this, this is the Anomaly Podcast. <laughs> yeah, so the actual what, movie. What did we make it to? I think we made it to the, the ESP part at the beginning, which is five minutes? Yeah. Are we still trying to go chronologically? No, we're not going to do that. We're, we're 28 minutes into this thing, maybe 35. I haven't been keeping track. Am I supposed to do that? Yeah, I thought so, I mean, but it's, it's been a while. Yeah. I have a question. I would love to try to answer that question. Can the EPA actually put you in jail? Like, is that a thing? Usually it's a white-collar crime. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It usually, yeah, no. They Not don't... For ghosts. They won't put you in jail, and usually they don't bother. Like, I think they just needed bureaucrat man, <laughs> and that was the best they could the do. Yep. They, okay. they won't put you in jail, but they'll sue the pants right off. They yeah. sure will. Oh, okay. That's true. All right, just yeah. asking. Yeah, no, so Walter Peck, the, uh, the reason I got grounded as a child... Um, because uh, they call him something in the mayor's office, uh, and I might have called my dad that, oh. <laughs> and then I might have gotten grounded. Mm, say it, say it out loud. What uh, Dickless Wonder, I believe. It was. Uh, <laughs> say it on an open mouth, Mike. That was it. I was six. <laughs> um, we got kids out here doing receptionist impressions, uh, calling people Dickless Wonders. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, wreaking havoc. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. Six years old, didn't see my friends for a week. Um, <laughs> a week, though, that's not bad. Yeah. Or, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen people I, for I, I probably years. Would be here do, had I done that. Do you remember being six? Like, a week is eternity, man. <laughs> True. Couldn't go near the beta machine, couldn't go near the Atari 2600. It was awful. Rip. Yeah. You learned your lesson. That's what counts. <laughs> I just said dickless wonder in a live microphone in front of hundreds of people. 
Yeah. Well, it's around the corner. Public library. <laughs> in, in a public library, no less. She's going to come back over the speaker and be like, we're not going to use curse words in the library, folks. Yeah. It's going to be aimed at you. I don't it's know, some of the books in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of the books you can find in a library. Don't tell that library. It's a little bit no more risque than Dickless Wonder, so I think we'll be all right. Thank you again to the Irondequoit Public Library for hosting us. <laughs> all manner of great literature and films, including a lot of the films that we have featured on the uh, mm. Anomaly Film Festival, available at the Irondequoit Public Library. Just felt like putting that in there. Yeah, no, it's good to stuff. counteract the fact that yeah. they gave us one rule and we decided to ignore it. Yeah, well, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah no, that was Vanessa did it, and I got peer pressured. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take a whole lot. That's that <laughs> already headed towards that. My, my arm hurts so bad the way she twisted that. <laughs> I just egged you on a little. Come on. <laughs> what else is new? It only takes that much. <laughs> this is how bad you are. You do this all the time to me. I don't. I I can't see you if you're looking at me or not. So I'm gonna assume that's not you. I'm going to assume this not directed at me. I'm going to assume... Okay. <laughs> I like that we have created an accurate portrayal of Vanessa as the agent of chaos on this podcast. <laughs> 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 no research. We got no research. And point of order here, usually <clears throat> Vanessa and I don't sit next to each other, so I don't get the rays of chaos <laughs> as much. <laughs> It's the wild, they're wild very west strong. over here. They're very strong. Yeah. There have only wild been two west. or three times this has happened over the course of four years, and every time it ends badly for everyone. <laughs> it doesn't take much for me to go over the edge. Every time I meet you, just go. <laughs> what happens when you lose musical chairs? It's yeah, true. See? It's true. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. A, a film that, yeah. Um, what do we want to talk about? We've got the, the cool animation in the refrigerator at Dana's. I love the animation. Which I don't usually say, okay? I'm more of a practical effects type of person. But the fact that, like, she's in this cute little posh penthouse apartment, and it's like the nexus of evil, basically. And then she opens it up. And, like, I live in a small apartment, which is not nice as nice as hers. But every time I open it up, I'm like, is there another dimension in this cute little fridge? No. <laughs> it's just the eggs that I forgot it's about just, for two months. And <laughs> wilted lettuce. There's going to be a day where they hatch, and there's a whole colony in there. <laughs> You're just going to have very cold chicks in there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you're going to open the frick. Meet, meet, mommy. And you're going to have to <laughs> And move. <laughs> no, if I haven't moved with my neighbor who swears at people and bangs on the wall, I'm not moving because of another dimension. Please, my rent, uh, please. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> demon dogs? Should we talk about demon dogs? Love dogs. I'm a big dog person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So would you have run towards the demon dogs? (laughs) Follow up. Yeah, I I probably wouldn't Lewis Tully it, I don't think. (laughs) Hey, who brought the dog? (laughs) (laughs) What an amazing reaction. Like, it doesn't sound like a dog in any capacity. That's your, I mean, not granted. It's New York. I wouldn't anticipate that there is a dog demon from another dimension in my guest room that I just threw coats on. So I, coat I wouldn't immediately go to that. But I feel like the, you know, the, the doorman was a little more accurate with, you know, a bear? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, a, a bear makes more sense. A, a, a puma, perhaps. Yeah, but this is New York City. Yeah, right. where are you getting a puma? You never know what you're gonna find. Especially in, you know, 
classically, we do see a lot of brown bears in New York. That That is a thing that we, it's known. Grizzly bears, brown bears, polar bears, all in New York City. See, and they were across the street from Central Park. Central classically. That's true. <laughs> Could have just Stop. meandered over, took the elevator up. <laughs> Doorman was on break, but he didn't know. <laughs> it's a terrier mix. <laughs> <laughs> Is the terrier why the, the eyes glow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having owned a terrier, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Louis Tully at the party is great because he just puts everybody's financial information on blast to everybody else, too. Yeah. And so it was all improvised. Yeah. Mm. God, he's good. Yeah, like... <sighs> Moranis. Rick Moranis. He's a treasure. He really is. We can claim him, though, right? As America, like we can have him. I mean, no, he's Canadian. He I guess he lives Canadian. in LA, but what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Nothing. Do, do we? Do we? <laughs> They'll apologize for not yeah, giving it, him oh. to us sooner. Sorry. 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 Do we claim Michael J. Fox? Yes. Tom Brokaw? Uh, yeah. Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> I don't care about Wayne Gretzky. They can have him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On this, the weekend of the All Star game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is he playing? Yeah, right? When was the last time that man touched ice? I imagine he has a beverage every now and then. Ghostbusters. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so Ghostbusters, another interesting thing that I found in my research that is I Wayne did. Wayne Gretzky in it? Wayne Gretzky is not in it. He should be. This actually, I think he just started playing hockey at that point because it was 1984. Oh, it was rookie year. Yeah, yeah I can't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Here, I'm gonna try she, this one. She's agents in chaos. Over there. <laughs> I'm afraid of no ghosts. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Oh Lord, yeah. Of the panel and possibly the audience, how many of us are actually afraid of ghosts? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit it. Listen, I just love just Vanessa for for those listening at home. That was just Vanessa. <laughs> <being here. laughs> I don't know if you heard my arm go up, but nobody else is like, there. You gotta clear, cause like I'm not afraid of Casper, but the 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 ghost in the library basement. No, no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm not asking if you would be afraid of <laughs> a ghost that you see in a movie. I'm asking generally speaking. Oh, if boy. you live in a constant state of fear of ghosts at every waking moment. <laughs> Oh, her no, hand is up. Her hand uh, is up. Anybody? Our audience <laughs> of, of hundreds? Be anybody? honest. It's okay. Literal or figurative? Ghosts can happen to anyone at any time. Oh, boy. That's you, okay. You, you, <laughs> like the ghost of the mistakes of your... No, 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 no. no. I'm, uh, I regret. Uh, I'm, <laughs> now, now we're having a new I mean, you're... You're, you're moving you're to like, a new home. Yeah, yeah. Like, you buy a house, right? You think everything's kosher, everything's good. Like, oh, look at this picturesque thing that it took me I had to waive the inspection on this because the market's so crappy but that's fine and then you sleep and then all of a sudden you wake up and there's a ghost or like you're in the bathroom and something goes flying across the room I would leave immediately okay that's why poltergeist was so scary because before that you're like come on ghosts only happen in old houses no they happen to everybody crap now yes and then you see like it was a paranormal activity where it's like an apartment and you're or like a condo, and you're like, ah, oh, crap, there's nowhere. Never there's safe. nowhere. <laughs> that is safe. I'm sorry. I have, <laughs> I have been on this earth for almost 43 years. I have not seen one ghost. That's ancient. Not one. They've seen you. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Cool. Did I scare them? That, I was going to say, I, I, is that a... 
<laughs> it almost feels like a dig. Well, they saw you, and they ran, like, and yeah. or, or, you know, generally floated away. Yes. Is it like yeah. bees and squirrels? Like, they're more scared of me than I am of them? I don't like, think that's true at all. I just think, you know. I, need, I need more detail here. <laughs> I feel like what happens is they try to do ghost things to you and you just think it's an everyday occurrence. They like you keys. strike me as the person that would be like, oh, I thought I put my keys there and they, they're they like in a different place and you're just like, maybe I just did that. That's fine. Me, I'd be like, whoa. Yeah, no, I, I have <laughs> ADD. I have no short-term memory. My, my car keys could be literally anywhere at any time. See, I'm just saying it's probably ghosts. <laughs> I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> Kill <laughs> Where's my wallet? The ghosts got the ghosts? it again. The ghosts. <laughs> no, stupid. The, the ghost left it in your pants. <laughs> they were trying to help you. Sometimes they're not evil. Uh, yeah, I guess I would maybe have a helpful ghost that just leaves my keys, like, you know, in the pants I was wearing or maybe. in a pile in my uh-huh. room. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, my Lord. Ghostbusters. <laughs> so thank you for coming out, everybody. Um, <laughs> If you're listening, we're at a long table, split in half. Uh, that's on one side. They're having their own podcast episode. <laughs> Not only different episode. <laughs> and we're just from KP to Matt is Ghostbusters, but from Matt to me, <laughs> something else entirely. I, I feel like this is like one of those backdoor pilots, like you get where all of a sudden you have like you remember like the the Jeffersons and All in the Family. That's a very old reference, but like. People will show up at the door, and then all of a sudden, the show's about them. Like, <laughs> Surprise. like perfect strangers and family matters. That's probably a better reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, much more current. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. We're only gonna go back thirty-seven years. <laughs> what's What's a more <laughs> more current reference to me? <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Happy days, obviously. <laughs> what did happen to that brother? You know he went what, upstairs though? never came back. <laughs> Happy days was on Nick at night, so technically it's part of the 90s crowd. That's true. There you go. Okay. That is, I mean, it is when I watched it. It's not like, <laughs> Which, it was which the, the 70s. The 90s were also 30 years ago. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. So. <laughs> <laughs> Better call Saul. Ah, see? I got there. Oh, there you go. That's the one. Ta-da! Yeah. Hi! Yeah! yeah. He so did Ghostbusters it. is a pretty good movie. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. In closing, Ghostbusters is a <laughs> multitude of what? I can't remember what the like closing paragraph was on all of our papers in eighth grade. Oh. oh. <laughs> the summary, the conclusion. Yeah. In conclusion, ghosts can happen to anyone. In conclusion, ghosts fear them. Ghosts have many different impacts on culture and <laughs> <laughs> In conclusion, Ghostbusters has got it all. It's got horror, it's got comedy, it's got romance, but uh, <laughs> action. It's got <laughs> action. We, we've left out the Dan Aykroyd romance intentionally. Mm. Thank the Lord for that, because apparently that was supposed to be a bigger part. It, yeah. 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 No, thank you. Yikes on bikes. Yeah. Yep. Yikes on bikes. Yep. Listen, I wasn't going to talk about that because I was going by our rules that we were yeah. supposed to have any swears, well, so I wasn't entirely sure how to talk about that well, without saying anything that would be deemed inappropriate for a public library. We won't go into details. But I yeah. want to know. I haven't. What? I didn't watch. Oh, the remember? <laughs> so there's. Vanessa a, hasn't he, seen Ghostbusters. He's. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've, <laughs> 
So there, there's a part in Ghostbusters, and I've thought about how to do this without breaking our rules. So okay. see if you can uh -huh. track with yeah. me, okay? So there's a part in Ghostbusters uh -huh. where Dan Aykroyd is sitting on a couch, okay? And then his... There's a ghost, and then his, his pants unbuckle and start to come off, and then he gets a look on his face that shows you that he's really enjoying his slacks, like they're made of the Aww. finest Italian linen, Aww. and he just really likes the pants that he's the got. The finest Italian linen. That's a, that's, that's a, right? That's yeah. a descriptor. He's just, you did he's just really showing facially how much he enjoys his slacks. That's yeah. disgusting. They made it a dream sequence. That's what yeah. it was. But yeah. I do love that, yeah, it was supposed to be oh, its own plot line, but they're like, we're going to get rid of that. But no, we are going to keep this in there. We spent a lot this of money is crucial to this on movie. the practical effects for How this part. How do you part. make that a plot? Like, it, what a bizarre loose end. I, yeah. Yeah, Again, keep it. Someone it's has even, to reel in Dan Aykroyd every once in a while. Thank you, Harold Ramis and Evan Reitman. Yeah. And this like, is just the one thing he wouldn't budge on. Yeah. They were like, that's we'll right. cut the rest of it. You get well, this one scene and you can keep the sailor. Well, costume. that's even like. <laughs> This the the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was supposed to be in the first twenty minutes. Like what? You got to yeah. build to that, right? <laughs> Why in the first twenty minutes? Yeah, well, there wasn't going to be like any backstory to like where did the Ghostbusters came from. It was going to be that it was established that they existed and they fought ghosts in New York City, and that's this. And we're picking up, you know. As much as I hate origin story movies, I feel like this one needs it. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to know the rules of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Especially a story like this, where it's set in a city that people are very familiar with in the present time, at, at the current time. Right. Um, you know, it wasn't taking place years before or in the future. So it's like, yeah, here, we're in our current world. Outer space. Yeah, yeah we're not in outer you. space with Belushi. We're in New York City. So it, it takes place now. But clearly, we're on a different timeline. And I feel, I feel like it sells the, the comedy more. If you like, it's a grounded setting, and then these ridiculous things happen. Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. And I think I, it was the, the for the better, so yeah. those changes yeah. they made. I, I think that really, yeah, I think that was kind of the idea of pulling it out of space. You have to give somebody something to hold on to as you go yeah. through all this stuff, or else you're going to be lost. Yeah. And again, you, you build to the giant marshmallow in a sailor <laughs> costume. It makes it that much better yeah. when you when he shows up. It, yeah, because it's a great payoff at the end. Yeah. Because it's so close to the end, too, that it's like, oh, oh, they're really just going to make this count, though. Yeah. And also, that's probably all they could afford, I'm assuming, it, at he, that point. It's the jaws of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Except the movie's not called Stay Puffed. I guess that's where my analogy Stay falls puffed. short. <laughs> <laughs> All the horror for it. <laughs> I was like, he, he's there the whole movie. It's right? true. So, it's yeah. true. Yeah. You see hints on him, and like so, yeah, with all the other Coke ads and cheese it boxes, but like the marshmallows. With say, the yeah, eggs. They, they plant that seed. Yep. Yeah. And then it just builds to that. So I've been watching this movie for forty years. I only noticed that this time. Right? Oh, Do you yeah. know how sad oh. that is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so it was something I thought I'd share. I was also just going to say, since we glossed over the terror dogs, oh, yeah. I, does anyone else scarred by that scene where they possess Dana? Like, that is, like, up there with, like, the animated shoe getting the dip as, like, movie scenes that scarred me for life as a child. When they turn they, into them? No, the when, they, like when, the, they, when she's in the chair, the arm's coming out, she oh, screams. Like, yeah. Like, that, when they possess her. Yeah, and yeah. the chair gets sucked into the... 
Yeah. Yeah, for okay. sure. For sure. Uh-huh. I didn't sit. I didn't sit in like a club chair for like a long time. <laughs> that was, that's too much. The that's chair is safe. I'll take the that. Floor. I'm scared of not ghosts, <laughs> but I'm afraid that it, a, yeah. a three-armed you know? terror dog is going to reach through uh, my upholstered furniture. Maxell so. tape commercials terrified me for the longest time because of that. Yeah, I yeah. get blown away. It's a very niche reference too. <laughs> Same chair, the guy sitting. I was there. Say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to do a very similar podcast. setups. Now there's a mashup that. Yeah, Max. Y'all I'll, gave me a hard like, time about the ghosts. High quality music and a terror dog. Y'all gave me a hard time about being scared of ghosts, and you're gonna sit next to me and fix your mouth to say you were scared of a preview commercial of the guy, the tape guy, <laughs> because of the terror dogs. It's. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, say go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's like that. <laughs> It's like that? I'm not, it's oh. like that. <laughs> oh, the earrings come out. It's fine. All right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. As soon as I see the earrings come out, I can't. I, I'm good. I don't want that smoke today. <laughs> <laughs> the guy sitting in the chair. Because <laughs> too long you were scared of sitting. Oh, <laughs> uh, you may have. Show Vanessa, I'll tell you that oh, joke. Okay. <laughs> 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 we gotta get out of here. They're gonna kick us out. Yeah, we're gonna kick us out. Any <laughs> be a librarian knocking on the yeah. door. Um, I will say, so yes, yes, the terror dogs uh, are busting through the chair, very scary, uh, and uh, that you don't see the terror dog attack Lewis outside the tavern on the green mm. after he's being chased, and everyone just goes back to eating. As a kid, I was like. Oh, no one helped that person. Oh, and that's New York City, baby. Watched him get eaten by a dog. Like, what? What happens to them? Because you don't actually really see what the dogs do to them when they get them. Like, uh, Dana goes into the kitchen. Lewis falls to the ground. Then they're possessed. Yeah. And they don't become dogs until much later. How much therapy did those two need? Well, think about being it. possessed. Well, they by ask him, like. Lewis, they're like, are you doing okay? You know, you were just possessed. How do you feel? And he's like, oh, I felt great. <laughs> so I think he had a That's good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, he's not good. bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the people I'm more worried about are the people in Tavern in the Green that watched all that. There was a child's birthday happening in the Tavern on the Green in the scene. There's a little girl with balloons <laughs> at the table. And she's like, anyway. I'll, un- I'll un- unpack this later. <laughs> Whatevs. <laughs> Well, just just saw a man get eaten by a demon dog. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> like, anyway, I'm six now, so. Where's my spumoni? Yeah. <laughs> so, any final thoughts about Ghostbusters? Any initial thoughts? I don't know how much we got into it. We didn't say this, and yeah. Megan's not here, but horror goo, and it's gross. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's you know? yeah. good. It's oh, good old fashioned horror goo with yeah. that anytime the ghost or the vapors, whenever. My bad. Easy there. <laughs> Whenever they show up, so just you know, yeah. anomaly. Yeah, Slimer, oh, the king the of card catalog. Of so gross. So, it's yeah. so gross. And then he's just like wiping it off on all uh, the books. <laughs> that scene is so disgusting. Messy work. <laughs> <laughs> and then it only builds for the the sequel. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's mood the slime you can sing to. Yeah. 
Which, that too, like, I, and I mean, all the marshmallow, which I know it's like shaving cream, but like, that's a lot of go. Yeah. That's a lot, that's yeah. a lot of cleanup. It that's was like, like, however, they made it in like 500 gallon batches. Insane amounts. That's a of, lot of goo. Yeah. And they were going to, so they wanted to dump, cream. and I can't remember the exact number, but basically they wanted to dump like, I think it was like 175 pounds on peck. And then the actor was like, No. And he said, cool. They, and then they made him do it to a stunt double. I was and the say, stunt he, double, I like, he asked, he's like, no, before you dump that on me, do it on a stunt guy. Yeah. And it, like, yeah. knocked him over. He's like, nope, you're not doing that to me. Yeah, so yeah. then they cut it in half. But, like, could you imagine this? Amazing. Being like, not me, but that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway, I'll be in my trailer. So, <laughs> so much goo, it knocks you right on out. <laughs> so the guy that played Peck was just, that's him. Yeah, pretty much. That's just him as a person. <laughs> I, I'm not going to do that, but dump it on that guy. <laughs> Yep. Well, I mean, same though. I'm not sure I blame him for that. I mean, okay. but he might be onto something. Ben? Noted. <laughs> I don't want to say I'm a diva, but don't dump 500 pounds of shaving cream on me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, any any final thoughts? About Ghostbusters, 1984's classic, the the franchise that spawned cartoons, movies, T-shirts. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, it. This yeah. movie came out in '84, and we're yeah. we're still talking about it. Yeah, it's still going. Like, yeah, the box set literally just came out this week it, with four movies. Left out the the one from a couple years ago with Kate McKinnon. 2016. 2016. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, they they just made another one. Yeah, like, it's not like like it was it wasn't a once and done thing, and it was. You know, it, it, it was a cultural phenomenon at the time. Um, yeah. You know, it's because I was reading things about like the merchandising, and yeah. they were like, "That Ghostbusters proved that Star Wars wasn't a blip, right? Where it wasn't like oh, this weird thing that happened. It was like oh, they recreated it with a completely different franchise that tells a completely different story. Um, and they were like, oh, and they got the same response where it was like kids loved it, adults loved it. It had a hit song from Ray Parker Jr. who got Wait. sued. I'm afraid of an old game. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, busted makes you feel good. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were about to bring up a for good kids. point. It's for kids. <laughs> he uh, did get sued for that, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah, but Huey Lewis, who turned down yep. um, writing the theme for it because he was writing Power of Love for uh, Back to the Future. Yep. Now, I'm going to open up to our audience real quick for a trivia question. Ooh. We mentioned that it's Huey Lewis that got ripped off. Does anybody know the title of the song? If you don't know, there will be another trivia question shortly. <laughs> I will give you uh, this long to tell me what the answer is. I'm afraid of no games. Nobody? <laughs> All right. It was uh, I Need a New Drug. Uh, okay. Off of the album 4 or Sports or I don't know. I was going to say that. Check, check Spotify. <laughs> or right on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, yeah, really was. <laughs> that was your guess? Yeah, no, I mean, it would have been. Now you don't get that copy of Ghostbusters I have in my bag. Sorry. I hear it's Huey Lewis, and now I only think of American Psycho. That's yep. fair. Yeah. That's Classic fair. Film. Yeah. All right, one more chance for the, uh, the 4K copy of the Blu-ray that I have back in the back of the room. Slimer, our, our buddy with the horror goo, is based on what comedian? His, his body type is based on which comedian that we've mentioned at least once. I was going to say, there's been a clue throughout the episode. There's a through line here. 
right? It's not Abbott. It's not, really. it's not Abbott. Is it, Costello? it is not Costello. It is I neither. No. A more contemporary comic. Uh, I do know this one. <laughs> Close. Getting warmer. <laughs> Anybody want to steal it? All right. It's originally intended to be in the movie. That's right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we have a winner. That's supposed to be Belushi? Yeah, so they based Slimer on John Belushi. Really? Yeah. How rude. Like I say, I feel like that's pretty mean. It's a little tough. But yeah, so they based his mannerisms that he eats so much on his character from Animal House. Right. He, he's basically Bluto's ghost. Yeah. Because yeah. he had died before they made Ghostbusters, so he obviously couldn't be in it. So it's yeah. their tribute. Right. Which again, I mean, maybe not the don't trip. Not the best. <laughs> trip. I was gonna say, like, if you tribute me, I guess just like you know, be gay, do crime. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? I mean, they could they could have had like, <laughs> like 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 a, a a Japanese chef uh, with with the sword blade. That would have been a little more. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like friends like these, I guess. So what? What would you like your, your tribute to be? I have an idea of what I would a do tribute? for you, but yeah, like if we had to memorialize you for a, a cartoon or something. Oh, for like like a like yeah, a if cartoon? you if you had to be a special effect in the anomaly movie. <sighs> Gosh, man. Okay, we're gonna take it to the rest he of the He wants panel to be a Muppet. Right. So, KP, <laughs> what, what would you make Vanessa? A Muppet. I'd make a Muppet. Muppet? I mean, that, I mean, yeah, that would have been mine. I like. I feel yeah, like that's yeah, pretty. What I was gonna say yeah. for all of us. Yeah. Be a Muppet, hands down. Sure. Is that what you want? Yeah. All right. But but should, but should but. it be your your puppet that you have? Yeah, now? don't make me some weird weasel or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the intense look in your eyes. <laughs> um, that wasn't a request. That was the Muppet right. is already made. Just use it, okay? <laughs> I was thinking like a top of coffee. She pot? will haunt us if not. That we are, I was gonna say we already know. Vanessa will, will come us. back and haunt us. Eyes. Yeah, you <laughs> like, put googly eyes on the, the hoddle thing, and yeah. <laughs> She's like wired all the time. We'll workshop this. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think we got something here. I think we got something. You could also build a statue, just anywhere. Just bronze statue. Okay. <laughs> we won't hire the guy that had the one, the, the Lucille Ball one. Yeah, don't James do that. We'll, don't yeah, make my teeth that weird. That's my no. only request. Yeah, that don't was, be weird. That was like a busted up picket fence down there. That was a mess. <laughs> she had like crazy eyes. I want the eyes. We'll, yeah, no. We'll, we'll take the eyes from that statue. <laughs> she took my eyes. Okay. It would be an improvement. <laughs> so anyway yeah so that's uh any, any other last thoughts before we, we no. leave this thing behind uh all right so Reading this is cool this has been the anomaly uh presents podcast hosted by the ironicoi public library i hope they are still proud of that at the end of this um thank you very much to them for for the use of the time and uh and the room and thank you all for coming out really appreciate you coming we do have some stickers and buttons if you'd like uh after the show if you'd like to pick them up uh i do want to tell you that our next anomaly event with significantly less talking by the five of us if that's a selling point uh is a double feature we've got Candyman on february 26th that's a saturday night uh the double feature is Candyman from 1992 and the most recent Candyman 2021 uh, it's presented by Saturday Night Rewind, our friends at Fright Rags, and Anomaly. Uh, that is at the Little Theater. Come on down. Uh, again, that is February 26th. Nice. So again, thank you so much to everybody for, for coming out. Thank you very much to the, the panel of Podcastronauts for uh, coming and hanging out on a Saturday afternoon. Thanks for You're welcome. Us. Thank you. <laughs>
You are welcome. Thank it's you. always a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> If you want to learn more about Rochester and Buffalo's wide range of diverse cuisines, Nominate Meals might be for you. The fun part is you have no idea what you're going to get until you pick your meal up at one of our fantastic events. All you have to do is go to nominatemeals.com and order a meal for two for $40 that features dishes from one small, typically minority-owned restaurant. We run events at Three Heads Brewing, Fatty Beer Company in the neighborhood of Play, and also Nowhere Lounge in Buffalo. We offer drink pairings for sale that pair with each dish for that night, which really adds to the experience. Go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event and join the nomination.